Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, live via Zoom. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today's mini-sode is about nostalgic anime of our youth, because we were once young and liked anime. We were small weeaboos. Once upon a time. (laughs) (laughs) I know we seem so cool right now, but we were a little dorky when we were teens and tweens. (laughs) Honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably were too. So, (laughs) welcome. Welcome. You're in a safe space. (laughs) Yeah. So, Rachel, what was your first experience with anime? And did you actually know that it was anime? So, my first experience with anime was Sailor Moon. And my mom bought VHS tapes of Sailor Moon. And I watched those. And I did not know that it was anime. So I guess technically the first anime that I watched was Digimon. I didn't know it was an anime, but I knew that it didn't look like American cartoons and that it looked kind of like Pokemon. So I was like, there's some sort of connection. (laughs) (laughs) These two things are related somehow. That's Emily's analytical thinking kicking it at a young age. Yeah, I I think the only thing I remember is maybe my mom said it was like a Japanese cartoon, but she Mm -hmm. didn't know the term anime. And I honestly, as a kid, did not register that it was like a Japanese character. I just thought Sailor Moon was Sailor Moon. So my mom and dad did not know the term anime until I was in eighth grade. (laughs) And by then I had been into anime for two and a half years. So (laughs) yeah, I think our parents, they definitely mean well, but they were like that thing that you guys like, (laughs) you know, those cartoons from Japan. I'm pretty sure my mom still says anime. So (laughs) it's anime. (laughs) (laughs) That Japanese stuff or whatever. That's another. My mom would call it anime. No. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) God bless them. They tried. (laughs) They had no idea. I mean, to be fair, (laughs) it's not like Japanese animation was like a big thing (laughs) back in the 90s. It wasn't super popular. I mean, I feel like it's grown popular, just more and more popular every single year. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, back in the 90s, it wasn't really that well known, unless it was Akira, Neon Genesis Evangelion. But even then, the average person is not going to know what anime is. You had to be a fan of either Japanese cinema or animation in general or science fiction. I feel like the average person was not going to just stumble upon it. No, and especially because in the 90s when we grew up, the early 90s, the internet wasn't really a thing. It was, but it it it's hard to explain because it was the internet, but it's nothing like it is right now. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way with the internet that we had in the 90s that you were going to be able to effectively stream a video that was housed on the internet or download a video without a significant amount of time and energy spent to do that. Because, like, if you think about, like, a floppy disk, which is what I used in elementary school, 
and eventually we got to CDs, but they just didn't have that much space. So trying to access this content via the internet would be extremely difficult, if not impossible. So your main sources of media entertainment were places like Blockbuster. And we even had like local video chains that we would go to to rent, you know, a VHS and eventually like a DVD. But if it wasn't there, it was going to be really hard to find it. Yeah. So I remember in the 90s, not really... I remember in the 90s that there were only certain very popular anime animes on television, and mm-hmm. that was the only place I could watch it. And then late 90s, early 2000s, the blockbuster near me started having an anime section, and I went ham. I rented <laughs> so many VHSs. Oh my god. I once accidentally rented softcore hentai. I had no idea. (laughs) I was like, what is this? What is that? Yeah. That was very formative. (laughs) I don't know about you, Emily, but the blockbuster section that had, like, anime for me was, like, you know, maybe, like, the width of, like, the end of it, like, an end cap for an aisle. Like, it was very small. It maybe had at most, like, 20 to 25 offerings, (laughs) as compared with the entire store of Blockbuster. So even then, like, your options are limited. (laughs) So what was the first anime that you were really into, so that you knew it was anime, and you were like, I am a fan of this show? It's gotta be Rurouni Kenshin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the anime that me and my friends in middle school liked so much. People would, like, make fun of us for... I mean, we were also really cringy, to be fair. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, because, like, in free time, I would, like... This is... I'm gonna... This is so embarrassing, <laughs> but, like, we would, like print pictures of fan art or the actual anime out on a printer and bring it to school with us and I had a binder with like one of these as like the the cover of it (laughs) and I would draw like almost like try to copy what the image or fan art or whatever looked like Rachel I literally did the same thing God, is this, like a, is this like a young weeaboo girl like commonality? Because I feel like it is. Uh, well, I also feel like we. we <laughs> I also feel like, especially because your mom's an art teacher. Like yeah. we both liked art, also. So it just seems like kind of a natural conclusion that we would try to emulate the art. So I, that we saw, I would print out. Roni Kenshin, not only Roni Kenshin, <laughs> but also like Sashomaru fan art and uh, screen caps. And I had a, also a binder filled with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this was before we really knew how to use fan sites in the internet. Yeah. And, and I would, because my mom was a teacher, she had access to a laminating machine. <laughs> I made her laminate so many, like, images that I turned into bookmarks. 
Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> it, looking back, I wish, like, a cool adult would have taken me under their wing and showed me <laughs> the right way to be <laughs> with this kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I feel like everybody has to have their cringy ass fucking moment. <laughs> Some people take it too far and for too long. It's my moment! But <laughs> But I feel like in middle school, you're just going to be fucking weird. Yeah. You're just going to be fucking weird in middle school, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, like (laughs) my fucking binder had those like clear sheet protectors in it. Yes. And I would, and I would have like on one side the printed thing and then on the other side, like my drawing version of it (laughs) or like, or like the print. And I remember like, it wasn't even just pictures of anime characters. Like it was fan art that, that looked anything like anime. And like, I would try to copy it or like make my own character in the same style. So I, I think I have like email receipts from early 2000s. Of me and my cousin Jackie sending each other drawings of, like, anime characters that we made up. And, like, I have this very vivid memory of printing out a chibi Dragon Ball Z, like, image. And it was official art. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I printed it. And then I remember holding it up to, like, the sliding glass door so I could trace it because I had no idea how to draw. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's just so many cringy things. But, yeah, yeah Rurouni Kenshin was the first anime I was really into. I'm pretty sure that's that was, like, the spark of me writing, like, my first fan fiction, too. Like, literally writing it on lined paper, like, not even typing it on a computer. <laughs> like, and keeping it in my weird weeaboo binder. <laughs> yeah. And, I like, I would share it with my friends. Like, we would all write little stories like this about our own little characters and Rudy Kenshin and, like, <laughs> all of us, like, dating different characters and Rudy. Like, it was... It was a lot. <laughs> so me and my cousin would constantly email each other, role-playing our OCs, and Hell yes. they were all based <laughs> off of Team Rocket. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because we were, she more than I, but we were both obsessed with James from Team Rocket, and surprise, surprise, my cousin and I are both queer, so <laughs> we were very drawn surprise, surprise. to James. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, god. I guess the first anime that I was really into was also Veroni Kenshin. I mean, I remember staying up late to watch it on Toonami. But the first anime that I knew was an anime and that I decided to watch was Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, I also watched Yu Yu Hakusho, but that was, um, I think earlier in high school instead of middle school. Yeah, they said some bad words, and I remember my dad (laughs) being like, turn that off. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) When I was visiting him, yeah. So what genres did you gravitate towards in the beginning? Um, I would say I really did gravitate towards, I don't know, Veruni Kitchen kind of falls outside of this, but I definitely gravitated towards, like, fantasy with an element of combat also. So things like Sailor Moon, things like Yu Yu Hakusho were really up my alley because 
they mesh those two things together really well. Because I liked, I liked the fighting aspect of an anime, but I didn't want it to be all of that. And I didn't want it to be super close to reality, like something, you know, like a, um, like a kendo anime or something like that. You know, I wanted a fantastical element. There had to be some sort of like magic or science fiction going on with it. So that's kind of the genre I gravitated towards. But how about you, Emily? What did you tend to watch? I gravitated very heavily towards shonen anime, especially like fighting shonen mm-hmm. anime. I was absolutely obsessed with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and to a lesser extent, Dragon Ball GT <laughs> and Yu Yu Hakusho and Rurouni Kenshin and stuff like that. A little bit in Nuyasha, <laughs> but uh, mm. yeah, I was like. Very, very into shonen anime, especially stuff from Shonen Jump. And I think part of that was me trying to push back against uh, all of my friends that really liked Sailor Moon because I never liked Magical Girl stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that stuff is dumb and lame. <laughs> I like fighting anime. <laughs> and I think part of it was that. But I do have a lot of really, really good nostalgia of just watching Toonami and Adult Swim and waking up at six in the morning to watch Trigun and Cowboy Bebop and Zoids. Yeah, childhood nostalgia, for sure. I I never really did anything like that. I think just because I was too dumb to realize that it was like a continuing story. Like I was so used to just, you know, like standalone episodes, like this is a bad example, but like Spongebob, how like you could just watch any episode really and it wouldn't matter. That's kind of how I thought Toonami was working, except for Dragon Ball Z, because my brother would watch that every single day after school at like five o'clock. But I was not a super huge fan of Dragon Ball Z, so I would like half watch it behind him (laughs) at my grandma's house. Like I could tell that that continued week to week, but that's because with Dragon Ball Z, you know, you have three episodes of Goku like powering up to shoot something at Frieza <laughs> so you tend to notice a pattern <laughs> but also every episode starts with last time on Dragon Ball Z that too that too <laughs> <laughs> that too uh, so what genres do you like right now I would say that my taste in anime hasn't changed that much but I will say that Watching things that my boyfriend recommends has opened my eyes a little bit more. Like, I was so against Food Wars <laughs> for for oh such a long God, time. I love Food Wars! <laughs> Just because I was like, I don't want to see fucking naked boobies and, like, a bunch of this shit. But it's really not that bad when it comes to, like, the nakedness aspect. And it's, like, it's actually a really good show. And it makes me really hungry <laughs> every time I watch it. <laughs> so I do like that aspect. But I still like things... That may be, you know, cringy to other people like fairy tale and even One Piece. The few uh, episodes I've watched of it, I didn't mind as much as I thought I would. And again, those harken back to like combat, but also fantastical elements into it. So I think my tastes have really remained the same, <laughs> um, but I'm definitely more open to other things than I was when I was a teenager when I just wanted like the one thing. So my taste in anime um, flipped around, did 180. My favorite kind of anime to watch is 
romantic comedies and romance. I love a good shoujo anime. I love them so much. I mean, you guys know that we like K-dramas. A lot of K-dramas can be based upon shoujo manga or other anime. And it's like, I I don't know when the flip happened. I think sometime probably in college after I was like, you know what? Oron High School Host Club was a fucking masterpiece. It slaps. <laughs> it slaps. I, I had seen it in um, in middle school, but I remember after we met, I made you watch it. Mm-hmm. No, and it, it was good. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, not so much slice of life stuff, but, you know, something with a good plot that also has romance and tugs on your heartstrings. And I also very much enjoy science fiction anime or or like cyberpunk anime, so mm. Ghost in the Shell, that kind of thing. I am very into that. And surprisingly, I also find myself liking sports anime, something I never thought I would ever like. Sports. <laughs> I really enjoy a good sports anime uh, because of the relationship between the people. They're working towards a common goal. And there's cute boys. (laughs) Of course, yeah. And I I would just add on to say that I think I also like romance animes, but I think like you, it seems like most of the time we like romance or romance comedies with some sort of element of subversion. Mm -hmm. Like Oran High School Host Club has a, a girl that is very androgynous in it. That one adorable anime with the guy that's a huge bara. Oh, My Love Story, Orimano Guitari. My Love Story. Yeah, that one's very cute, too. So I, I feel like we tor- we tend to gravitate towards stuff like that more than just like a classic, like, hot girl likes hot guy. Yeah. And they have communication issues, and that's the tension, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. And I will also say that as we are older... I like anime about older people. I yes. kind of roll my eyes at high school stuff. I'm over it. Yeah, me too. Let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Step by Kara. Throwback. <laughs> I'm going to recommend Casino by BB. Thank you so much for listening to this mini-sode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Watch some of our videos on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe and follow so you can listen to us every single Friday. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.